It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. From baseball's top personalities. The great Chris Russo joins us once again. To the game's top players. Joining us is the All-Star. Matt Chapman with us. You never know what stories you're going to hear. If you make your way down here, I, I might be able to make some time and go out there and see the great Chris Townsend. This is A's Unfiltered with Chris Townsend. Welcome to another edition of A's Unfiltered with Chris Townsend. We have three A's players for you. Mark Canna, Jed Lowry, and James Caprellian. We'll start with Mark Canna. What he has meant to Bob Melvin and the A's, it's truly amazing. He can play left. He can play center. He can play right. Oh, by the way, can you can you lead off and be one of the best leadoff hitters in baseball? Check. He can do that here. Here is Mark Canna. Mark, it is great to have you on the program once again. Congratulations to a great start of the season, and you and your teammates, uh, it, it's turned into a very good year so far. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Thanks. And just take us through yesterday as you had the front row seat for an unbelievable catch from Ramon Laureano. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean that was incredible. Ramon just kind of took over that game, and and uh, he does that from time to time. He'll do that. So uh, it, it's it never, even though I'm never surprised, it it also. Um, it's also amazing to watch that guy do what he does on a seemingly regular basis. How many times in your career have you seen one guy take over one inning the way he did yesterday with the catch and then the home run? Not often. Not often does that happen. Um, maybe Matt Chapman a, a couple of times I could think of. But, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's pretty awesome pretty awesome way to finish that game yesterday and you had some great catches also yesterday out in left field yeah thanks um it was uh kind of a just some tricky balls hit out there i had a lot of tough ones yesterday and i i made a couple of them and didn't make another couple of them what? so it's uh those sinking liners are always a tough one. Oh, there's no doubt about it and then we always talk about it's it, it, it for some reason it's hard to see the ball in the air in Oakland. I have no idea why. Do you have an idea? Well, I don't know about seeing it right now being hard, but it's it's pretty gusty lately. A lot of w- windy days we're having, so it's it's just um, the ball's kind of dancing around in the air out there a lot, and it's it's just hard to to kind of get comfortable day to day with with how the ball's flying um because it's always it always seems like it's doing something different you know i remember when we talked to you in spring training and bob was kicking around the idea of you leading off and i know we talked about uh you at bellerman had uh coach cunningham had led you off before and just to think your op your ops right now is 806 you're on base percentage is 389 it just seems like a natural fit for you what has it been like leading off i mean it's 
taken some getting used to, but but now I feel like you know we're a month in. I'm I'm kind of settled in. I'm I'm comfortable doing it, and uh, you know I I it's it's easy to see how how I can when I'm when I'm doing the doing it well and doing what I do how the team kind of feeds off that and I and I'm uh, I'm proud of the, the the job I've been doing so hopefully we can keep it up by the way you're absolutely hilarious yesterday when you get hit and you go to first base and for some of us who are following it knowing that you're breaking the the Oakland record of Sal Bando and when you got to first and I don't think a lot of people yeah. in the ballpark knew what was going on but when you tipped your cap we were all laughing no. up here Nobody was paying attention. Nobody <laughs> knew what was happening. Uh, but I, it made it that much funnier when there was no response. And I, and I just kind of, so I kind of directed it towards the, towards our dugout. And I, I think our guys thought it was funny. So at least I got, I got that what got them going. Yeah. Vince Catroni was like, what do you do? Do you like get the ball for him or <laughs> how do oh, you I celebrate? The, I have the ball. You do? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think of a rec like the one record you don't want to have because, you know, we're in the era of everybody throwing 95 plus miles an hour and to get hit this many mm -hmm. times. I mean, people need to realize it hurts a lot. Yeah. I mean, it hurts a little bit, but luckily I've, I've been fortunate to not get it in any bad spots have caused an injury or caused me to miss any time so uh you know as long as you don't get it in the head or, or the wrist or something it's it's all good you know and i'm getting on base so you know and that I, helps too and i think about your game you're not a guy that crowds the plate i mean you're it's not like you're like right up on it like craig biggio was why do you think you get hit uh, so much I, I do get close um I'm, i am closer than most guys but yeah i'm not like all over it um but yeah i mean i i just i don't move either so like if the ball if i see a breaking ball that's from a left hand or something or or a fastball out of hand i i just stand there and take it because you know i know that's that's part of uh part of what i do that's part of my game and and it's part of the reason that i am valuable to this team so um you know it is what it is, and and I'm gonna keep doing it. When you get up on the plate, then are are you daring right-handers to come inside on you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I don't. Um, I think it it. I've noticed it does make pitchers uncomfortable when when I get on close to the plate. Not all pitchers, but some guys. It, it'll make them a little fidgety and uncomfortable, and. And if I can make them, you know, lose command a little bit because it's something that's just so simple as getting closer to the plate, then, um, then I'm giving myself an advantage, or at least that's that's how I look at it. You know, today's going to be a special day because a guy who's a really good friend of yours, who you played in college with, you played in the big leagues with. I know you guys are tight. Marcus Simeon, Bay Area native, is coming back to play here mm -hmm. at the Coliseum. What do you think that's going to be like tonight? Uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be like a homecoming. Um, I, I think everyone in the clubhouse is, will be happy to see him, and and uh, it'll be weird. It'll be weird, to be honest. I mean, I I've, my whole career that I've been in the major leagues, Marcus has been on the same team as me, except this being the first year that's not the case. And uh, it'll be strange playing against him, honestly, I think. And But I, but I look forward to seeing him, of course. 
Yeah, he meant so much to this team. You know, what he overcame with the airs at shortstop to become one of the better shortstops in the league. And he was the kind of guy that came out and worked so hard every single day. He was really a leader by example. Just what was it like to have him as a teammate? I mean, obviously you guys were so close, but the way the way he rubbed off on everybody, and he was a great Oakland A. Yeah, it's just um, he really um, – you know, the tangibles, you know, you can talk about all the numbers and, and all the great things he did. And, but I think he just the culture that, that he kind of helped create here. Um, he was probably the biggest piece, the piece of the puzzle to, to kind of creating that, that competitive yet laid back culture that we have here that, that I feel makes us so strong every year. Yeah, it's uh, he. He was a special guy, and he he is definitely going to be missed. We always appreciate the time, and and by the way, happy birthday to to your youngest. Oh, thank you, thanks, Tony. It always goes by quick, my man. Enjoy it while enjoy it while they're young. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a blast. The fatherhood is the best. Well, be well, be safe, and we'll talk soon. All right, see you, Tony. Always great to have Mark on. Always great to have Jed Lowry. Always been one of my favorites. I mean, he's been here multiple times, and each time he has been very, very good, and he's always gracious with his time. He's a great interview. Here is Jed Lowry. Well, now joining us here on A's Cast Live, he's been one of our favorite A's for years, and it's great to have him back. Jed Lowry with us here on A's Cast Live. And, Jed, just talk about the wonderful start for you and your teammates so far in 2021. Yeah, no, it's uh, it, it's been fun, and um, you know we're just uh, looking to continue uh, continue the way we've been playing and, and find ways to get better. You know, Jed, the last time that we talked, it was about you making this ball club after really two rough years in New York where you were injured. What has it just been like to get back to playing baseball, enjoying this game again, and basically playing every day? Uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, listen, that's the. Uh, that's what I worked uh, worked hard for uh, in the off season for that opportunity, and you know it's uh, it's been satisfying so far. And um, you know, like I said, I, I think uh, I'll, I'll look back on it maybe when I'm done playing, and and maybe even appreciate it even more, um, which which is uh, you know might be might be hard to hard to imagine. Um, but uh, you know, I'm trying to stay focused on uh, on this team and what what we can do. Well, I've mentioned a few times on the post-game show that it feels like you never left. It's just, it's it's funny. I know for you, it probably doesn't feel like that, but for us, it's like it's it's like you've always been here with that group. You're so comfortable with these guys. Yeah, I mean, I, that's uh, uh, that's one thing I've always you know appreciated is the uh, uh, is the closeness and the. Uh, um, I don't know the camaraderie and, and culture that um, pretty much every A's team um, I've been a part of has had, and so you know we we have a lot of fun together, and you know we keep it uh, we keep it light. You know we obviously take what we do very seriously and have high expectations, um, but at the same time, you know like if if a game doesn't break our way. Um, you know, we, we find a way to, to, to move on and, and focus on the next day pretty quickly. Well, your wife came on our community spotlight 
uh, for the pregame show, and she talked about how the Bay Area has meant so much to you guys because you met at Stanford, because so much of your career has been played here. Just talk about what the Bay Area has meant to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I, I mean – to to put uh put my finger on one thing i i'm i'm not sure that i i can do that but um you know I, like i said i think uh, a lot of it starts with uh with, with the culture i think bob does such a such a great job um of of allowing guys to to be themselves and um the you know the the freedom to to go about your business and um you, you know be be a professional so I, I think you know that kind of it starts there, and then you you kind of get get the group together that that they consistently do here, um, and it just uh, it makes for a I don't know a really easy place to um, perform your best. We had Chris Bassett on A's Cast Live, and he said this clubhouse is so good that when people leave, they'll tell people like Chris that. Man, it's miserable in other places. No one's having fun. It's just a grind. And and compared to Oakland, it's just not the same. Talk about coming back and what a great clubhouse it is. There, there's no doubt. I, I, you know, it's a long season. Um, we we spend a lot of time with each other. Um, you know, you 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 see uh, you see the guys, the same 26 guys in the clubhouse. Um, you know for all intents and purposes during the year, you see them more than your family. Um, you know, cause you're really only getting a couple hours during the day, um, you know, with the family and, and, you know, now that my, my kids are in school, um, you know, they're, they're finishing out school. So I'm, I'm spending, you know, all, almost all my time with the, uh, with the guys and, and until summer starts the, uh, you know, I, I don't see the, uh, the, my wife and kids very, uh, very frequently. So, um, you know, you, you spend so much time together and, uh, you, you know, you, you have to, you have to find ways to, um, you know, just, just have fun together and interact and, and have some sort of outlet other than baseball, uh, because there's, there's so many, uh, so many games, so many hours of the day is spent focusing on the game. The dynamic between the A's and the Astros has changed dramatically over time to where now this is truly one of the best rivalries in the game. Just talk about how different it's become over time since, like, you were playing with the Astros and where we are today. Well, yeah, you know, I uh, I, I was with the Astros in 2012, and I, I came to the A's um, when, you know, the, the Astros moved over to the AL West, and, you know, they were – um, you know, they were at the time, um, you know, the, the bottom of the division. And, and so, uh, you know, and they, they've obviously, uh, built a, a much more robust team since, since then. And so, uh, yeah, I, I think the, that, that rivalry has, uh, has really blossomed and, um, you know, they have a, they have a really good team and a, a really potent lineup and, um, and so it's uh, it's always fun to play against them because you know you know you're going to get a a, a hard fought game uh, no matter what the outcome is. Well, I got to tell you, I know it's early, and you guys are going to take it one day at a time. I get it, but for us up here in the press box and talking on the post game show, it feels like two heavyweight fighters sizing each other up, 
and these have been like playoff games. Just talk about the intensity of these games so far. Yeah, and I mean, I think you take into consideration we've already played each other eight times too, and it's only the middle of May. Um, you know that 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 certainly there's a lot of truth to that. Um, I, I think we're you know we're starting to you know see where you know see where the chips are starting to fall as far as you know how guys are going to perform and what the the dynamics are um for the for the individual teams but but yeah i, I think uh you know we both um recognize uh the other club as as you know being formidable and so you know you you want to get uh, you want to get as many wins as you can against good teams and um you know we've had that opportunity a lot early in the season you're recently part of an article on the athletic with eno saris talking about bats and equipment. And I just think about your time from when you first got up to the big leagues to where you are now. Guys care so much more about the equipment. Talk about that article and and how going about getting your bats has changed here towards this part of your career. Uh, Yeah, no, I, I, uh, I had the opportunity to, um, you know, work, work with the guys at long ball labs and, um, uh, like I said, in the, uh, like I said, in the article, uh, you know, I was, I was a little skeptical at first, you know, you, you, you always hear about, um, you know, the next, the next thing in, you know, to kind of improve the, you know, a, you know, some sort of gadget that's going to improve your swing or, you know, the kind of the tin cup, uh, you know, idea of, you know, he's wearing some crazy gadget on his head and that's going to fix everything. Right. So, uh, I think just given given the amount of stuff that's out there, I was I was a little skeptical, but but you know the reliance on um, exit velocities and um, data now was is is so great that I, I figured as a free agent, you know, I could um, at least gather some data and um, you know present that to a club if uh, excuse me if um, you know they they had asked or that they wanted to see any of that. Um, but as I kind of went through the process with them, um, the thing that, that really resonated with me was the, the, the feel that I had with the bat matched the data. And so that, that's what kind of got me, you know, thinking that this, this could be real. And so, um, what, what I really like about what they do is, you know, they're just, they're just helping identify what bat is going to give you the highest possible exit velocity and nothing nothing else like it's not telling you what kind of bat to swing how heavy it has to be um any of that it's just it's just through through testing you know what what bat is going to give you the highest potential exit velocity and let's end on this the early reports of the new baseball in 2021 is that it's lighter it doesn't go as far and pitchers can throw it harder. This is the highest velocity on average we have ever seen in Major League Baseball. Is this the toughest time you've ever seen to hit? And talk about the velocity from when you first came up to what you're seeing on a daily basis in the big leagues. <laughs> this is, uh, how long is this show? Uh, <laughs> we got all day. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I I can definitively say, um, you know, this is my 14th year in the major leagues, and this is the this is the hardest it's ever been to hit. Um, between between you know the the skyrocketing velocities and spin rates, 
Um, the strategic shifting, I, I think I read earlier that shifts are actually down, but they're more effective. Um, so I, I think that like accumulation of data, um, not only at the major league level, but the minor league level. So guys, um, guys who are even getting called up. Uh, they already have these very advanced scouting reports on these guys to know exactly where, um, you know, where they're going to hit the ball. And it, it's almost more, um, you know, uh, just, just physiology, right? Like you, you look at a swing and uh, like a, you look at a guy's swing and, and, you know, you compare it to the pitch that's being thrown and like what that, like where it's even possible for that guy to hit a ball hard. Um, so, yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, you talk about the, the bats, uh, you know, the testing that we're doing that, that, that I did in the off season has helped, um, you know, uh, increase or potentially increase exit velocity, but I would say the majority of advancements and, um, you know, advantages sway to the side of run prevention. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's an incredibly challenging time to hit, um, you know, like, like you said, spin rates up. I, I mean, the guys, you know, there, there was a stretch there where I don't think we saw a fastball as a team below 95 miles an hour. Um, maybe a couple 94s thrown in there. Um, you know, we're facing guys that are, are mop-up guys, you know, coming out throwing 95 with wipeout sliders. So um, yeah, I, I think the, uh, the 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 pitching and the defense right now just has a very distinct uh, advantage um, with all of the the developments that have happened, uh, you know, uh, with the analytics and um, you know science behind uh, what we're seeing. Well, like how I led this off, you've always been one of our favorites here on A's Cast Live. We always appreciate the time. It's great to have you back. Congratulations on the start and being healthy, and we can't wait to talk to you later in the season. Be well and be safe. Sounds good. Thanks, Tony. From the veteran to the young guy, James Caprellian has come up, and he has been really, really good. And this is what the A's have needed. And we've talked about the depth that they have in their starting rotation and not only at the big club, but also down in Las Vegas. And James Caprellian is proving that. Plus, his dad's becoming a TV star. Here is James Caprellian. Hey, it's great to have you back on the program. Uh, and life's been very good to you lately. Yeah, things have been good. Team's winning, uh, you know, playing good baseball and uh, just fortunate to be a part of it and, you know, be able to contribute every fifth day. You know, I think about these first couple starts, they obviously were not easy. I mean, when you open up in Fenway Park, then your second one is going to be uh, at home with all your family and friends there. I, just talk about what the first couple starts have been like for you. I mean, to be honest, I look at it the other way. I look at it as what an opportunity. I mean, I got the opportunity to face a really good lineup in Boston, uh, a winning program, an organization over there right now. And, um, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to jump on that opportunity and show, you know, the A's and, and the people who are in my corner that, you know, I can pitch in against those teams and, and have success. And same thing, having the opportunity to pitch at home and in front of, you know, friends and family in the community at Angel Stadium against another good lineup. Um, I mean, what an opportunity. So for, for me, it's just, continue to grow and learn and, and build off of each outing. And, uh, you know, I'm to have 
really good guys behind the dish who are, uh, you know, leading me, leading me along the way and the great pitching staff to, uh, you know, continue to learn from and the coaches. And it's just, uh, you know, I just got to do my part and compete and be ready to go every fifth day. And, uh, everyone else is, is making it easy for me. And, uh, you know, like I said, just want to go contribute. You know, I think about your time away from baseball because of the surgery, how has that changed you mentally to where you are today? Because you're you're pitching right now with such confidence. Uh, you know, it's the surgery and, and all that was so difficult to go through. And I, I just real I feel real fortunate just to be you know be here playing playing the game that I love. And uh, when I was going through surgery and, and that downtime where you're on the training table and you know not feeling as good as you want or not on the baseball field even when you feel good, uh, that's difficult. So for me, it's I'm just enjoying every moment and. Every single time I picked up a weight or, or went for a run or whatever it was, you know, it was to prepare for, for these moments. And uh, I'm not trying to look back and, and, and wish I would have done things different. And I don't think I have. So um, I just want to continue to work hard and, and hopefully stay around for a long time. Yeah, well, I got to tell you, I, I just have loved watching you pitch. There have been times where you've pitched out of jams. But the thing that I love is that you don't work slow. You pound the strike zone, especially with your fastball. Just talk about your philosophy as a pitcher. I mean, I, I just love to attack, guys. You know, here it is. If you're better than me, you know, show me you're better than me and hit it. And uh, I want to go at guys. I know, at the, you know, especially at the big league level, you got to be able to pitch off the fastball. But, you know, I really do feel comfortable throwing five pitches uh, anytime the catcher puts it down. So it makes it, it makes it easier for the catcher. And I think it makes it easier for all of us when we just have a great game plan that I'm able to follow. Um, like the catchers have had this, this entire time so far. And, um, yeah, I mean, I like to attack guys. It seems that's what, that's what all the great, you know, the great pitchers are doing. They go after guys and, and you know, I just want to get ahead in the count and, and put myself in leverage situations. And obviously baseball is a difficult game and there's going to be times where I'm in a jam. Um, but you know, when guys get that lead off triple or whatever it may be, I want to keep them on third base. I want them to get comfortable over there and, and show we can get out of those jams and, um, you know, I'm fortunate that I have extremely good defense around me. Um, there's a lot of guys who are able to make plays. Obviously, we got the gold, gold in the corners and platinum at third, but there's a lot of good baseball players on this team and, and all sorts of guys coming off the bench who can make the play at any time. So knowing that I have those guys, I mean, it's it's nine on one out there. It's not just me feeling like I have to do everything. It's, it's nine on one. So, um, you know, having that mindset in the back of my head and just trying to keep things small and when watch one pitch at a time, I feel like that's, you know, that's what made me who I am. Well, I love how you mentioned your defense because, yeah, utilize that defense because you know how special these guys are. When you talk about Chapman, you talk about Olsen, you're talking about a platinum glove winner, gold glove winner uh, on, on both corners. I mean, Elvis is – is show, showing the hit, he can still do it. And the outfield, the athleticism, and Ramon Laureano, he's like a human highlight film. Just talk a little bit more about that defense that you got behind you. It's it's incredible. And, I mean, they really make my job easy because on days where I might not have my best stuff, like, to be honest, I didn't feel like I had my greatest stuff yesterday. But for me, trying to be professional about it, you know, knowing I don't have to go strike everyone out, being able to use my defense, in, in that in situations like that. Um, I mean, the guys around me are going to make the plays. I just got to put the ball in the right positions and, and, you know, allow guys to not get great contact. And more often than not, those guys are going to make the play behind me, which is it's a really special feeling um, knowing we have such great athletes on this team. You know, I, I look in the dugout during games, and, you know, obviously we haven't been around you guys in a long time, but I, I see 
I always see the pitchers hanging out. I always see the pitchers talking. I always see the pitchers laughing, joking. Chris Bass has talked about how, you know, you guys all critique each other. Just talk about the starting pitchers and how close they are. It's a good group. we got a really good group here. And, and the starting pitchers are constantly on each other, you know, keeping each other sharp, keeping each other on their toes. Um, but at the same time, I think we all want to get each other better, which is great, you know. Bassett especially has been uh, a really good, uh, I'm going to call him a veteran uh, to me. Um, he's he's done a really good job of, of helping me with some stuff that, hey, maybe I didn't, you know, realize or see. Uh, and, and he's just helped me, you know, with stuff that's happening along the way within the game. So having guys like that, uh, you know, everyone wanting to get each other better, it's, it's only going to make the team better. You know, when we got a bunch of guys competing to be the best starting pitcher on the staff, you got a bunch of guys who are going to be good starting pitchers on the staff. So, I think everyone wants to improve. Everyone wants to get better, and, and we're you know we're fortunate we got a good group uh, of guys that get along really well and have fun. What have you learned at the big league level in these three games that you were surprised and and you thought it may be different? Uh, I mean, nothing crazy has has jumped out at me to be honest. I mean, I feel like I've even while I was in the minors, I've I've always tried to ask these big league guys questions and and continue to learn and and just prepare so when I do get here uh, you know I'm ready to go but I mean there's no question you make mistakes guys are punish you here and um, I think that's the biggest thing it's just even when you don't have your best stuff being able to minimize keep keep the misses small and, and if I have to take a couple miles off on the fastball and put the ball where I want get soft contact I need to be able to do that well it, it, it's been one heck of a ride and just how much fun is it winning and being in first place yeah, we like where we're at. I think we got a great team, and I, I think we know that, which is good. And, um, you know, hopefully we can get a win against the Angels tonight and, and uh, you know, win this series at some point. And uh, we're just going to keep it going and keep playing good baseball. And, um, you know, hopefully things continue to, to, to go in our favor and, and we hold that spot in first place and, you know, begin to separate ourselves. When you see Shohei Otani out there and you know his ability to hit, hit for power, run like the wind – throw the ball 100 miles an hour on the mound, and marvel at his, his split-finger fastball. Just when you look out and you see the total package, what, what what do you think when you see him? Yeah, I mean, the guy's he's a great baseball player. Obviously, he's, he's got great tools. He seems like he's almost got it all. But, uh, you know, he's on the other, he's on the other side, so we got to beat him. And, uh, you know, we don't want to give him too much credit. Uh, but he's, he's a good ball player, and... He's obviously fun to watch and has had a huge impact for the Angels already. So um, I think our pitching staff's done a pretty good job of, of, of keeping him pretty min- minimal and uh, and doing a good job. So, you know, we obviously want to continue to do that on both sides of the ball. I know it's early, but ha- has anybody pulled you aside and said, hey, keep doing what you're doing and you're going to stay here for a long time? No. You know, I just – that's pretty much out of my control and – uh I just want to continue to work hard. You know, I feel like I know what I'm capable of. I feel like I'm just scratching the surface and I want to continue to compete with those guys and, and get better than them one day. So, um, you know, I just want to keep learning, keep working hard and, and, and helping this team win and, you know, keeping, keeping uh, the innings, you know, going fast, putting up zeros and just doing my job. And, uh, you know, I think if I take care of my stuff, that kind of stuff's going to take care of itself. So, um, you know, just trying to do my part and whatever happens along the way, you know, that's the way it goes. Let's end on this. Does your dad know he's becoming a TV star? <laughs> yeah, he knows. Uh, 
we 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 give him uh we give him a good laugh and and uh he's getting texts and phone calls from everyone and i think i saw him probably signing a couple of autographs at fenway after that first start <laughs> but uh no he's 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 good and i'm trying to tell him he needs to relax and start having beers during the game because i don't know if he's gonna make it through a full season with the the excitement that he's going but uh he loves it and uh you know i know how just excited and proud he is and um, you know, he's obviously been keeping close tabs of this team for a while now, and he's just happy that I'm, you know, doing my part in competing and, and contributing. And, you know, he's my number one fan, and I'm very fortunate to have him along the way. And uh, you know, I think I think it's, he's enjoying this as much as I am. It, it was hilarious at Angel Stadium where he had to get up and go sit by himself. He couldn't sit around uh, the friends and family anymore. I mean, that and, 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 it, and the way NBC Sports California follows him around with the cameras is just great. I know. It's pretty funny. I almost feel bad for him. He's got eyes on him at all times. <laughs> hey, well, great stuff. Keep keep up the great work. It's been a pleasure to watch uh, you pitch. And uh, be well, be safe, and we'll talk soon. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much for having me. Take care. Well, I want to thank Mark Canna, Jed Lowry, and James Caprellian for coming on A's Cast Live. Now back to A's Cast, powered by iHeartRadio. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.